This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It is On The Mark, and we are joined by the four-time All-Star, the three-time World Series champion, National League MVP, the Rookie of the Year. He's won a gold glove. He's won a batting title. Buster Posey, that's a pretty good resume. I mean, that I, don't, I know you're probably not thinking about the Hall of Fame right now. You're thinking about 2017, but that's a pretty nice start to a career. Yeah, thank you. No, you're definitely right. Uh, I'm thinking about thinking about trying to win a ball game tonight um had a tough one in, in the opener so want to try to get on track here tonight and you're doing work with eSurance you've got uh, a new commercial series out there where you're giving pep talks to people as they struggle through their everyday challenges I've, I've watched a couple of them and you got a guy in a minivan struggling to get the car seat locked in I think that most dads can relate to that and then you come running in and Give him the pep talk he needs. Did you have somebody doing that for you when you were a, a younger Buster Posey and maybe it was schoolwork or maybe it was something even on the baseball field where you were struggling to say, hey, man, you got to uh, re-engage your approach, what's what's bothering you, and, and just kind of give you that uplift? Yeah, no, I mean, you all, when you're a kid, you got to have those positive role models to, to give you a pep talk along the way. I mean, I could have, I think I could have used, I have five-year-old twins, so I could have used the pep talk when I was trying to install a car seat uh, <laughs> four or five years ago. So, um, <laughs> as you said, I think we can all, anybody that has kids can relate to the, sometimes the challenge of putting a car seat in. So that one was a, that was a fun quote unquote pep talk that I got to give him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it was hysterical. You have another one with a 16-year-old. He's learning how to drive. Mom comes out there, wants to take the keys. You're like, no, 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 buddy. Give, Mom, give me those keys back. You're in there, pal. You can do this. I, hey, I can relate to that one, too. It, I think it was a stick shift situation, and you were struggling, and you just stepped right in. <laughs> yeah, that one was, <laughs> that one was fun as well. Um, I think on that one, you can, you can relate to both sides. You can relate to the mom being nervous, and you can relate to the kid wanting to – 
to get it done. So um, hopefully that was an encouragement to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's talk speed of play, Buster. How, how often should you be able to go out to the mound in an inning? Do you want a limit on that? Man, it's, it's tough. It's tough to say because there's certain points in the game when it's very crucial to go out there. Uh, you want to make sure you're on the same page with your pitcher. Um, maybe you need to change the signs if there's a runner on second. Um, so it's it's a little bit – it's not black and white, but obviously there are certain times where um, maybe it's not as important to go out there, but how do you know when those times are? Uh, and I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to put a clock on it and see how much time it actually takes up. I mean, you have a ton of street cred, so I'm sure when you go out to the mound, your guys want your input. But are there certain guys where you're less likely to go out? Like, is it more challenging? Oh, I know that Madison doesn't want me to come out there or Johnny Cueto doesn't want me to come out there. How do you balance that part? Yeah, it definitely depends on the guy. you got to try to read the guy and, and how the game's moving along and um, their body language. And, and sometimes – you know, it is strategic and just slowing the game down a little bit, um, much as a, sometimes as a pitching coach comes out. So there's definitely uh, a lot of variables that go into to your visits. Let's talk the batter side of the speeding stuff up equation. My thought is you can never, once the at-bat starts, you can never take two feet out. You can take one out, you can look down to third, you can look in the dugout, whatever you want to do. But no two feet out. Think about your taxes or whatever you're doing. Stay in the box. Let's keep it rolling. Thoughts? Well, that's the rule. That's half the rule right now. Um, if you're if you foul a pitch off, you're allowed to step out of the box with two feet. Or if you get knocked down by a pitch, you know, okay. a ball inside, up and in, or whatever, you can step out. But if you just take a pitch or you swing through a pitch, uh, technically, you're supposed to keep one foot in the box. So that that is being implemented uh, to a lesser degree of what you're talking about. Do you like that? I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good just because there really isn't any reason to walk um, all the way out of the dirt and onto the grass in between every pitch. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think there should be a pitch clock on the pitcher? Uh no, I don't. I don't really have any other reason. Just an, a gut reason to stand no. <laughs> well, maybe you got you got some old school going on here. Is it, it's it's true that by the way your your nickname Buster is actually your dad's nickname and you've just kept it. Is that accurate? Yeah, I, I believe the, that his grandmother called him Buster when he was little, and uh, my parents have called me that since since birth fair enough fair enough okay so uh i gotta out myself here buster I, i'm uh you know we're in chicago here i, I grew up a cub fan I, I never thought they would win the world series in my lifetime and i also thought when uh, game four was going on last year that the san francisco giants and you were going to win that game and then johnny cueto and probably you were going to get a game running home run in game five and the cubs were going to lose three in a row it it and Theo Epstein, who I guess is the number one leader in the world, was terrified of playing Game Five. <laughs> so, do you, I, I'm assuming that you think that if you had gotten through Game Four and, and hadn't given it up in, in the ninth, that you guys would have come to Wrigley and won Game Five. 
Well, I mean, they, that's what you, as a competitor, that's what you are, are going to tell yourself. Obviously, the Cubs have had, a, they have and they had a great team. And, um, you know, from, from my perspective, I would have loved to play in game five, obviously. And I think it would have been a fun game for the fans as well. But ultimately, uh, the Cubs were able to rally there and went on to win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this year, you guys have uh, you've added on to your bullpen, and uh, you still got a, a you know you got front of the rotation taken care of, and, and the lineup looks solid. What 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 do you think is key for the Giants in 2017? Well, like you said, I feel like we have the pieces there. It's a matter. The way I look at it is, is up to the players to go out and execute. I mean, I think that's that's pretty much what it boils down to. Um, as boring as that may seem, I think ownership's done a great job of, of, of putting the pieces on the field that that we need. So now it's uh, it's on it's on us to go out and play up to our capabilities, and, and we'll see what happens. One question on just how you became a catcher because you you get to college, you were a 50th round pick, you go to college, you're playing shortstop, and one of your coaches says, "Hey, we want to put you behind the plate." Did he sense that you would be a great catcher? Or was that more of a need? And were you willing to do it at the time, thinking this could be a better path to the big leagues? I mean, what was going on at that point? Because I'm sure everybody who's in college, they want to play in the big leagues, and maybe they're not exactly sure what the right path is. Yeah, I think it was a combination of everything you just said. I think that um, there was a need there um, when I was at FSU for a catcher that year, and I think Mike Martin Jr. is the one that brought it up to me, and I think he felt like I would be good behind the plate. And uh, for me, I, I was open to it because I felt like, you know, even if it didn't work out, I could move back to the infield um, at some spot. Um, but fortunately, fell in love with position. Uh, I think you have to do that to, to be a catcher because you're going to get beat up. And, and also, I, was, I felt like at shortstop, I was, I was having to dive for more balls than, than most people were getting to on their feet. So I thought maybe it was a, <laughs> it was a good time to, to get back there behind the plate. Yeah. Uh, Buster Posey doing great work with with insurance and uh, before you go if you were Rob Manfred if I make you that for a day and you can do anything make one rule or one improvement to baseball what would it be oh man that's an interesting question especially coming off of the WBC that I just played in Uh, I I enjoyed that tournament so much I wish there was some way we could incorporate uh, baseball into the Olympics whether it's uh, I don't know how you do it, but you know if you you play uh, WBC format before the season and take the top four teams, and over the All Star break you have a semifinals and a finals. Um, I don't know. I think it's something the fans would really get behind, and you know, with the different countries involved, would would be something that would be great for the sport. Yeah, congrats on everything that went on in the WBC. It was phenomenal to watch. I, I like that enthusiasm, Buster. I wouldn't mind seeing that on a, at least more often during the 162. How do you feel about that? And, and I know you got to go. About the enthusiasm of, of those games? Yeah, it just it's it was it the fans were it was just louder and it was I guess yeah, players yeah, yeah. you know there were the players well, I, I, you know were more outspoken so to speak. I, I enjoyed it. Just the national pride, I think. I mean, it's it's something that you can't replicate over 162. Obviously, it's closer to the playoff games, but again, it's it's different from playoff games because you are representing your country. All right, Buster, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. All right, you got it. Thanks.
But I bet is Buster Posey, who doesn't want to necessarily go away from the traditions of the game. But I like that idea, a little tournament in the middle of the season. Again, I don't exactly know how that works either. But uh, great to spend time with man who's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Four-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion, MVP 2012, Rookie of the Year 2010. He's won a gold glove. He's won a batting title. That man is going into the Hall of Fame. Baseball 2017 is back. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.